What's up, everybody? Welcome back to podcast number two of our new three-person segment on the Pocket Aces podcast. Guys, we are not just available on YouTube now. We are now available on Anchor and Spotify. Our first video has been uploaded to Spotify. So if you have a Spotify account, if you listen to podcasts on Spotify, type in just Pocket Aces Podcast. You'll see our three beautiful faces with the Pocket Aces Podcast logo behind us. That is our podcast. Check it out, guys. Hit the follow button. Hit the notification bell so you get an alert every single time we do a new video. Today on the podcast, we have our long-awaited Mount Rushmore of Wrestling segment. I know us three are, but I'm sure many of you in the Pocket Aces podcast family are huge fans of wrestling. I know we were, and and we're going to talk about who those great wrestlers were. So many faces could be and probably should be on the Mount Rushmore, but we're going to talk about the ones that are. So from your boy, Big D, welcome to the Pocket Aces podcast and to my main man. Frank the Tank is back. How you guys been? Good man. Good man. Yeah, uh, good, good. Added some backdrops. We got we got fresh. Mike Tyson with the belts and yes. we got Bryant. You know, that's that's a big mamba. one for me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like Dale said, man, everybody, you know, check us out on the new platforms and uh build us up, comment, share, like. How about you, Frank? Hey man, hey, I'm Freak. Uh we are uh just ready to do this thing. We need to check out the uh Facebook page, like and subscribe. Absolutely. Get on there, hit that up, go to the YouTube, check up everything. Hey, we just want to have fun with y'all. Let us know. Get in the comments. Hit us up. <laughs> we got a bunch of stuff. And you know what? I had a crazy weekend. What's what went on? Tell us. I met we may have a sponsor, guys. Get out really? of here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little crazy. I mean, I'll tell you a story a little bit later, but uh it's pretty cool. I'm going to do that in the two-minute warning, if oh. you guys don't mind. So you got something. You got yeah, something I actually have course. a live feed. They wanted me to do a live feed, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> let's do this. I hear so, you. So uh, I'm all about it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're a little late on this one uh, this week, but uh, that's because uh, Big D had a great time this weekend. Yes, I did. Would you boys like and to hear a about bonanza. it? Bonanza. I would love to hear about it. So that. I've been telling you all about the Bonanza Extravaganza oh, yes. that I go to every year. Yes, and sir. we went this year. It was a great turnout. First time in two years they had it because of all the things being shut down. Great time. They had a uh, cover band. Fan Halen was Van there. Halen. They were mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, they were not the best cover band I've seen. I still think Appetite for Destruction, the Guns N' Roses cover band, was the best. But they were good. Uh, did not win any money. Actually lost money. <laughs> but that's okay. It went to a good cause. It goes to the firehouse. It's basically... Well, you're a Cowboys fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> they did a, it was a huge raffle that they do. They give away cars, motorcycles. I mean, you name it. They give it away. Nice. I mean, literally, they they just it's just a great. It sounds a great like a trip. Awesome. Sounds like a trip for the uh, Pocket Aces team. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, let's go set up. Oh, you guys definitely. Time. You guys <laughs> definitely got to go next year. It, it's a great time. I'm telling you, it, it's a lot of fun. If if you enjoy live music, if you enjoy good company, if you enjoy gambling and just having a good time, and it's not high stakes gambling. I mean, you can play a dollar or spend on a money wheel if you well, want. Or whatever. Me. It's it's just a good yeah. time. Uh, you buy a ticket, you get a number on your ticket. Mine was zero. Zero two zero, and basically right. all that was is if that number came up, just like the lotteries, the right. balls that pop up, I could have won a car, I could have won a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, so all wait, kinds of stuff. Wait a minute, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but wait, you what was your number? Zero zero two zero. So you're the twentieth person to buy a ticket. Yep. Is that right? Like yep. Barry, that's what I'm thinking. Yep, it is. Yep. Luck, lucky twenty. Yeah, no, to me, that sounds like Barry Sanders' number, and we've already got the answer of who's yeah, the well, greatest. Uh, like, like number twenty, I didn't have any records. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have any records. So, so Frank, what's well, been going on? What's been going on to you? What's new in Frank's world? What does Frank want to talk about? 
Man, you, about, you guys watching NBA playoffs at all or keeping up with that? A little bit. A little bit. I followed yeah. a little. Not it's as much as I It's getting close. We're about halfway there. I mean, you got the Warriors are up 3-1. You got uh, the Sixers and the Heat. Heat are up 3-2. So you got a bunch of series that are neck and neck, except yeah. for the Warriors. Warriors are up 3-1. They might close that out. But I've been watching that. Caps are in the playoffs. They're I think they were winning one nothing last time I checked here yeah. before we started. So I'm hoping that's a, that's a hoping, one one series, right? That's all two two it's series. Two, 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 two series. This is game okay. five, I believe. It's uh, in Carolina. Is that right? Carolina? Yeah. Uh, no, Florida. 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 Yeah. Florida. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Florida. So they're they're um yeah they're up. It's two two. But Caps are up one nothing. So if they can win this, come back home. So just been wa- been be watching great. that. It's yeah. football's not here. So the playoffs in the hockey, playoffs yeah. in the basketball. Yeah. To me, is where it's at right now. It gives you something to. I'm not keep, really get fired up with man. Much of a hockey guy, but as soon as it turns into playoffs, the jersey comes on. The jersey comes on. Right. It, it turns into a different animal, man. Yeah. It does. It just those dudes want to play, man. It yeah. just the hitting's better. They it almost everything. looks. Yeah, the whole aesthetic of the whole game. Just Playoff hockey is fun. It is. Playoff fun. hockey is fun. It is it's fun. a lot yeah. of fun. Do you uh? I'm pulling for Milwaukee. I, I, I like, yeah, I like, uh, I can never pronounce his last name, but uh, oh, yeah. Giannis, I, I like him a lot. I think he's a, I think he, he's the type of player I like. He's He's got all the talent of LeBron, only he likes to stay with one team, and I like that. That's a category and a quality that I like. But uh, So I'm pulling for them, but I, I do think the West is probably going to be represented by Golden State. Uh, and I want Golden State to win. I mean, really? I, just because I'm not a, I'm not a Curry fan. I used to, I love the Celtics back when Larry Bird and, and all those guys were there, but I want Curry to win just for me, just because he's in the West and LeBron's sitting at home. Yes. And I'm like, Curry did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? With his same team, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson coming back. Same thing they did years ago. You know what I mean? When they were challenging mm-hmm. the Bulls record for the best record of all oh, time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, I just want him to win it. Just a, another shut LeBron up yep. moment. And look, and LeBron. Win, and win it. I mean, And LeBron might say, hey, guys, I mean, he's already said he wants to play with Steph. So, I mean, who knows? You know, maybe maybe he can, junk. I maybe he can be there next year for a run. You know what I mean? Hope did not. you Did you follow any of the Chris Paul incident in the That's stands with his parents? Ask. I'm, I'm not I'm not a smart man, John A. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't follow NBA that much, but I did hear about the Chris Paul thing and yeah. something about his mother and everything. Yeah, it's getting crazy. Stands, and I'm like. It's getting nuts. Dude, it's getting crazy. I, I've been going to sporting events my whole life, and we, we've all seen the annoying fans. I went to a game at FedEx Field one time, Cowboys-Washington game. Guy was a Cowboys fan. He had a cowbell, had his face painted. I'm a Cowboys fan, and he was even annoying me a little exactly. bit. But he wasn't hurting anybody, you know? Right. And there were some fans rowdy, yelling, whatever, but that's all it was. You got people now going after people's parents in the stands. I mean, come on, man. Not like, cool. It, it, Dave Chappelle is attacked on stage. Like, this is getting – it's getting crazy. And, it is. And I wanted to ask you guys, well, how Drew much – got messed up. <laughs> yes, he yeah. did. Yes, he did. Oh, he how much of this in. is related to social media, do you think? A lot. I think a little bit. I think a little bit. I, I think more of it's just related to the way culture is now and mm. – People are allowed, certain people are allowed to say things and do things, and they think there's nothing that's going to happen to them. And it's like that in the stands with, you know, these NBA games and NFL, and they're just yelling at people, you're talking about them bad. And, but you to, know, I just, to your point, you're right, because I looked at the punishment. They think, they nothing's, they think nothing's going to happen to them, and they can say it and then walk out and go get a cheeseburger and head on home. Well, you know what? Yeah. You're right, though. And they because, can. Because nothing did happen to them, because they've, they've, they've said what his punishment is. Right. I just saw it today. And the kid's punishment is, that he's not allowed to go back How to America. How old American, is this guy? Uh, is they he, didn't say. He looked like he was under 18. He definitely did. And that yeah. might be why we don't know his See, name, because yeah. I don't know his name. But they, his punishment, mm. he's not allowed to go back to American Airlines Arena until 2023. 
which means he can go back next season. Next year. So you really only suspended him, really arguably, for the playoffs and the first half of the NBA season, which, right. let's face it, that's not the best half. I mean, this guy put his hands, allegedly, on Chris Paul's mom and Chris Paul's wife, and that's you crazy. literally just suspend him for the remainder of the playoffs, and you wonder why people are doing this. Will Smith, again, not to pick on Will Smith, slaps Chris Rock, goes and sits back down, goes up, accepts his award. Like nothing people, happened. People well, see good. this. People see this, and you know what they say? They go, hey, this gives me my 15 minutes of fame, and all I got to do is not be able to go to the arena for the remainder of the playoffs? Cool. Yep, no exactly. problem. It's like, sorry, Will Smith, it's like, dude, everybody is not Hancock. You cannot stop a train with your fist. <laughs> no. It's not going to happen. You do not go up and slap people. You don't attack people. It's just stupid. You don't Have put your hands time. on people. Go there. You guys I, ever see... It's just unfathomable. Malice at the Palace? You know what yeah. Malice at the Palace is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That I was back that in the well. day. Malice at the Palace... Meadow World Peace got hit with a cup of beer. Yep. He said, all right, cool. I'm heading on up in the sands. <laughs> yep. And, 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 and the thing is, these players are not going to do that now. Back in the day, they would go up. That would happen. And they got a, they got a lot of suspensions for that back in the day. Well, but nowadays, these guys in the stands know that those players aren't coming up in there. Absolutely. There's too much negative press. Back then, it, it might have been written in a newspaper. Well, now, it's going to be all over the place if Chris Paul goes up in the stands. He's going to be the scapegoat of... All and, and the bad. NBA will suspend him for a lengthy period of time. They'll fine yep. him. He'll probably get sued. Meanwhile, this guy gets absolutely, in my opinion, nothing. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you have a right to bring your family to a game and not have them be touched. I get yep. it. If, if somebody's saying something, that's one thing. You're, you're a celebrity's mom or dad. You have to expect the fan's going to say something. When you start reaching the point of touching people, that's a different, that's a different monster. That that's ain't cool. Yeah. And, you know, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a millionaire athlete or not. If that's my mother up there, that's my wife up there, that's my kids uh -uh. up there, come on, man, you cross the line. And these players need, a little. I think, a little bit of leeway. And the other problem is basketball, unlike the other sports, you're right on the court. Oh, they're on the they're, floor. They're right behind the chairs where these players yeah. are sitting. I mean, yeah. the closeness of the crowd is another part of the problem. I don't know. I know you have because I've talked to you about yeah. it. I don't know if you have, but there's a lot of videos of fans heckling LeBron. And some of them are funny, but some of them are like, you know, I, I seen one, if I remember correctly, like they're they're talking about like somebody trying to like hurt his kid or something. I'm like, what no, are you no. doing? Man? There like, is crossing these are a people. line. These yes. are people. Stop. You know yeah. what I mean? Come on. Like, so I'm just wondering, like, how much of this is just trying? Because everybody's talking about this kid now. They're just wanting their 15 minutes yeah, of fame right now. Yep. That's all it is. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Same thing with the uh, Mike Tyson thing on the plane yep. with the dude. Yep. It's like how many people have seen his face now because yeah. of that. Whether he got it beat up or not. From what I heard, again, I'm not a smart man, but from what I've heard, Mike Tyson was completely cool. Yep. Was like, hey, you want to get a picture? Okay, cool. I just want to relax on this flight. Let me chill and everything. And then you got this dude. <laughs> he kept leaning over the seat yeah. and he kept picking at him. And And from reports of what I heard from people who were on the plane, they actually said that Mike at one point said, you know, this is after he took pictures, after he did all that. He goes, look, man, we got a long flight. I'm really tired. I've been doing all these appearances. I really just want to get some rest. It was very nice to meet you, but, you know, I just want to get some yeah. rest now. Couldn't be more polite, right? And tries to sit back down. This guy's leaning over the seat. They're peasants. They're, the, you know, saying all this stuff. It's like, mm -mm. I'm sorry. You play stupid games. You win stupid prizes. Right. And if you had a list, if you compiled a list of 10 people, 100 people, 10,000 people, a million people. 
You know who's at the back of that list, no matter how big it is, of people I don't want to give a hard time to? Exactly. <laughs> Number Tyson. one is Mike Tyson. Right. That dude is lucky he walked out yeah. with both ears. But Tyson pulled back. You could tell oh, when he gosh, was punching, yeah. he wasn't throwing. But it's like, you know, again, that hurts Tyson because everybody sees that. And, yeah. and I was talking they to lost a guy. Cool. I was yeah. talking to a friend of right. mine. That's and the first thing he says to me, he didn't know the whole story. First thing he says to me is he goes, well, you know what? They just let Mike walk right off that plane after he beat that guy up. I said, well, did you hear the whole story? No. After I told him, he goes, oh, well, Mike, I think, was totally justified. But that's the problem. A lot of people will see that and will immediately go, oh, there goes Mike acting a fool. No, right. it wasn't. And it was not. It's some guy trying to get his 15 minutes of fame at Mike's expense. Oh, that gets me so much because everybody just compresses everything. Let me show you this little clip of this. Let me edit it to show you this. Let me show you this. Boom, Mike Tyson is a complete jerk. Yep. This guy did nothing. No, it has nothing to do with that. He deserved it. Well, you're you're exactly right. And and again, the problem that I see, social media is making people way too comfortable yes, with is. crossing the line. Keyboard and, warriors. Yeah. And, and then they're then they are uh like in action, and it's like, uh, what? <laughs> I'll tell you what, he, uh, it didn't go the way he thought it was going to go. It definitely did He's not probably looking for no, a paycheck, too. That guy was looking for a check. Mike yeah. Tyson, write me a check for whatever. Yeah. And, and you are. And you know what right. the sad part is? He'll probably get something. He'll get something. He'll get Just something. He'll make it go away. 50,000 yeah. here, go away. All right, cool. And, and you know what that's going to do? It's going to open the door for the next guy. Exactly. You are right. Mike Tyson, it's like, that's the last dude I want to mess with. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. And he's getting older, and you're still like, no, I'm good. I don't mm -hmm. care. This dude has a tattoo on his face. No, thank you. <laughs> so, guys, let me let me ask you this question. Let's let's get ready to jump into the the waited for. It's been a while. Mount Rushmore of wrestling. So, I mean, you guys are wrestling fans, right? Oh yeah. You guys yeah. grew up watching yep. wrestling. Oh, yeah. I grew up watching wrestling. I have not really watched too much lately. I don't think most but, people. I mean, the old school stuff. I mean, oh, I'm the same. So I don't know anything. I don't know anything new. Wrestler is Monday Night Raw. Right, I was man. Oh, look yeah. at that! Yeah. I love me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was my favorite too. He he was great. Yep. I I'm I sorry, had... Miss Elizabeth was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> she was great too. I uh, I'll be honest with you. I um. Man, I have so many great memories growing up as a kid. And I actually did a podcast with my buddy T, and he was on here, and we talked a lot about the Attitude Talk Era. To you. All the all the Stone Cold, The Rock, all that, and how great of an era that was, and how different it was from from the the superstar era of the '80s. But when you think about the Mount Rushmore wrestling, you got to put four faces, four guys that are just absolutely the building blocks. The the you know we've had a lot of great presidents. We only put four faces on Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So kind of the same here. There was a lot of great wrestlers and there's going to be guys that are left off that deserve to be there. But I was thinking we give our Mount Rushmore and we let the fans comment, tell us who they think. I, let me start with, with the first one of mine and then pass to you guys and cool. you give me one time. I, I'm going to say right off the top. Please comment on Facebook and YouTube. Let us know who, Let us know what you think. Because honestly, because we're about to go at it right here. There, there is no right no or wrong, wrong answer. answer. Yeah. <laughs> but I think to start out, you got to have Hulk Hogan on there, right? Are we all in agreement on that? He's on my list. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's on mine. Okay. Without Hulk Hogan, you have no WWE whatsoever. I mean, oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan was yeah. the, the the foundation. I mean, he drove me brother so many times. So I was like. <laughs> 
and I took my vitamins. I said my prayers. Did you guys? Did you guys ever get to go to any wrestling? Oh yeah. Events? Did you ever I get did. to see Hogan live? Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, it was he great. Was, he was with Tugboat. Remember Tugboat? Yes. Tugboat. He. He I was my he next fought. on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> In earthquake. Remember old earthquake yeah. suit. That was my, at the old Civic Center in Washington. Do you was... remember the first time Earthquake was introduced on the WWF? <laughs> I don't remember. When he pulled out of the crowd? Yes. Okay. Do you I, remember? Yes, early? I do remember a little bit. So, Ravaging like, Rick Rude and the me. Ultimate Warrior were Rick going Rude, through yeah. their thing. The Warrior, Rick Rude, was challenging the Ultimate Warrior to a, a, a test of strength. And he said, I'm going to pull one person out of the crowd and you do push-ups with them on your back. And the Ultimate Warrior said he could do push-ups with anybody in the crowd on his back. So Ravishing Rick Rude sends Bobby Heenan, and they pull the earthquake earthquake out of the crowd. He comes in, he sits on the Warrior's back, and the deal was he had to do 10 push-ups in order to win. So he gets to 9, and as he's coming up for the 10th, the earthquake jumps up and comes crashing down on his back. And that was the beginning of the the earthquake earthquake. as a wrestler. Oh, dude. And he he had a good brain, man. He had a good little run there. He was yeah. he was a good he was a good bad guy. Tugboat. Walking around looked like a big fat where's Waldo. He <laughs> was great, man. It, Tugboat is great. Tugboat is so great. He actually did a uh I think it was him. He was the same guy. It was a WCW spiel. If you ever want to see any of the one of the funniest clips you'll ever see blooper wise. The uh, NWA, I think it was NWA still, but if not it was WCW. It was 1993. They had a guy called the Ringmaster. And he had a stormtroopers hat on, but they oh, put like glitter around I it. You could totally tell if you guys at home want to see a great video, <laughs> Google stormtrooper or Google ringmaster WCW nineteen ninety three blooper. And what happened was he's supposed to Sid Vicious is out there and they're all talking, and he's supposed to bust through the wall. Well, when he busts through the wall, I guess there was a board at the bottom they didn't anticipate, oh and he God. tripped over it, and the mask fell off. And he stands up and like hurries up and puts the mask yeah. back on. And you can see all of them standing there. They have no clue what to do. Because they know this whole thing just went to crap. They, they just depth. They just this whole scene just depth the bed, right? It just literally crapped the bed. And so literally, like he puts the stormtrooper helmet back on with the glitter around it. And he's like, it's the ringmaster here, and it's like, don't, it's over. Like, just yeah, go back yeah, behind the wall. Yeah. And the whole it makes up. sense because stormtroopers always miss anyway. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, but anyway, that's a little a little tugboat note. But oh, that's but, awesome. you, but to go back to Hulk Hogan, when you talk about Hogan, Frank, you can't have the WWF without Hogan, right? No, there's no way. No, there's no way. No. So no. So let me let me ask you this, and and I, and then I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to jump into you guys going. So this leads to my number two. I'll just get my first two out of the way real quick. I put Andre up there. Now, here's why I put Andre. And I don't know if you guys agree, but I'll give you my position and then you tell me. Because in order for the Hogan, the Hulk Hogan gimmick to work, the larger-than-life superhero, you needed a larger-than-life villain. That was Andre. Hogan slamming Andre is that what was propelled the, Hogan that to was, the immortal Can he state. do it? Can he yes. do it? Yep. At that time, I remember that. when that happened... At the age I was when it happened, I looked at it, I was like, that dude is freaking awesome! Well, the thing of it It is, it was just... It it was was bigger than life. Andre came out, he was dressed in all black, Hogan had the yellow and the red, it was literally something right out of a comic book. You know, he's this monster man, Hogan picks him up, slams him, and it was like... 
that was the moment when the WWF went from being house shows to arenas and mainstream. Yeah. Yes. And without Andre, you, I don't think the Hogan character has the same. Those two built an empire that lasted all the way up, I think, until recently. I know the WWE has having some problems now. So I put Andre as my number two. So those are my first two. Do you have Andre on yours? And if not, just curious as to your opinion on that. I agree with you. I mean, I'm not sure if I have Andre on there. I think I have somebody else that also had a great match with him. I do have Hulk Hogan on there, but my second one is going to be the Ultimate Warrior. Wow. Okay. Great. Man, I got to go Ultimate talent. Warrior. I mean, I, I've heard things about the wrestler saying, yeah, he's not a good wrestler. You know, you get in there, he's going to hurt you. You're going to get hurt. Apparently he would, but that, what was it, like a two-hour match or something with him and Hogan or whatever? So it actually it was, it was actually, I think it was 26 minutes. Was it really? Yeah, and, and Hogan did an interview I watched about two years ago. And I thought Hogan had a very interesting take on the Ultimate Warrior. I actually think he had one of the most honest. Because Hogan said, he goes, he go, and his real name was Jim, Jim Helwig. He goes, Jim wasn't a great wrestler. That is true. Oh, no. He goes, and I, and he goes, and I kind of had to carry Jim through that match because he was really nervous. He goes, but I'll tell you what Jim was. Jim had a lot of charisma. And the fans just fed off of it. His energy level, you know, he's like, that's what Vince saw. That character was just, he lived that character. He literally changed his name to Warrior. Right. His kid's last name is Warrior. Like, I mean, he lived that character. I'm telling you, I'm getting ready to go out, and I'm going to find some, like, bands, and I'm going to time around my, <laughs> my huge arms, as you all can see. I'm going to time around, and I'm going to, you know, be like the ultimate freak or something. <laughs> but, dude, just something about him. And another thing about that, dude, I didn't know about that. Mm -hmm. I did, Dude, there must be some kind of legend saying it was like a two-hour-long match or well, something with it was him and such Hogan. A, well, I think the reason people think that is because it really was one of the biggest, most legendary matches because it really was the passing of the torch. That that was supposed to be the end of Hogan. Yeah. The only reason Hogan came back for WrestleMania Seven is because the Ultimate Warrior was not able to carry the company the way that Vince thought he could. But that wasn't all the Ultimate Warrior's fault either because... I think he was put in some bad situations. You know, you got a guy that's super, he's got all this charisma, he's got all this drive, but but the problem is, you know, whether whether people like this or not, whether, whether people want to hear this or not, I mean, he wasn't ready to be propelled to the level of stardom that he was at. That wasn't his fault. That was Vince trying to profit. Push. You know what yeah. I mean? If, mm -hmm. And I'll tell you a funny story too. So the honky-tonk man. Oh, he was great. Oh, they I, had their that's match. That's another thing. I was getting ready to say that match. Well, <laughs> SummerSlam '88. It. it was like 30 seconds long. They didn't know who he was gonna. <laughs> they didn't know who he was gonna wrestle. So the Honky Tonk Man tells the story. He goes, he goes. Uh, Vince came to me and he says, "I want to put the belt on the Ultimate Warrior, and I need you to help me do this." So the Honky Tonk Man says, "Okay." He goes, "But you got to understand something, Vince." He goes, "This guy." We're going to have to do it quick. He goes, he's not he's not able to sustain a long match. I mean, this is what he's telling him. He's yeah. like, I get that you want to push him, and I'll help you push him. So the, the honky-tonk man literally is the one that devised this whole plan of this quick match. If you go back and you YouTube that match, YouTube honky-tonk man, 
YouTube, Honky Tonk Man, Ultimate Warrior, SummerSlam 88, and you'll see it. He runs into the, even in a 30-second match, he messed it up. He runs into the ring, and the, and the Honky Tonk Man cocks his arm back to hit him, and the warrior runs back to the ropes, and the Honky Tonk Man's like, what are you doing? You're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to, and then he runs back. He swings, he blocks it, knocks him down, and then when he slams him, instead of running to the other rope to do the finishing splash, he goes to the to the to the wrong rope. So the honky tonk man has to literally spin his body while he's laying on the oh ground, just in time for the warrior to hit him with the splash. And he was just like, it was impossible to wrestle with him because he would not follow, follow the script. Kid. Right, and and he's like, if you did not ad lib. To your point, he would hurt you. He goes, if I didn't turn, he would have landed his knee on my face. <laughs> you know, my jaw is my. I never learned that, dude. Hey, I'm on the podcast. Pocket Aces podcast. The more you know. <laughs> Damn, that was amazing, dude. I never knew that, dude. Yeah. No, he's that he, was cool. So you got the Ultimate Warrior, which. Again, there's no wrong answer because the guy was a legend in wrestling. I mean, he just was. My yeah, my son I, to this day, that's his favorite wrestling. So. He was just I, I liked him. So I just for, I liked his intro song. Yeah. Oh, he had a great intro. Yeah. <laughs> so so, he, like, so let's jump down. to Frank. You're yeah. number two. So we all so got back, back to what you guys got. Obviously, I got Hogan, and for me, the Andre the Giant's not on my list. But we used to talk about is Hogan going to be able to slam on Andre? Me and my friends back then were like, No, he isn't. Yes, he is. No, he isn't. So that was a big deal when he when he finally slammed Andre. So what y'all were talking about, but I don't have Andre on the list. I don't have Ultimate Warrior on the list either. But I like to pick. I like it. I, I actually got. It's not a one to four thing for me, but I got Hogan. Obviously, I got Macho Man, just because to me he commercialized, you know, wrestling. You know what I mean with yeah. everything he did and the way he talked and and just his antics. You know what I mean. Um, to me, that's he's got to be on the top four. Even though he doesn't have a lot of belt wins, and hold, you know, he held the championship and all for a little while. He had the Intercontinental mm-hmm. a couple times, whatever. But it was just about the image for me that makes yeah. him to be up on there. I got VHS tapes in my basement because I would record the Saturday shows when he would come on and pummel some guy. Yeah. You know, and he would do the flying elbow. Off the top <laughs> that elbow up. was nasty. And I could go dude. home. I, they're in the basement <laughs> in a box, but it's VHS tape, and it says Macho Man. It's all it says is Macho Man. There's probably some other things on there. Yeah. Who knows? Probably some football games. But, yeah, Macho Man, he's got to be on there. I'll be honest. You know, it's so funny you say that about Macho, too, because, I mean, I'm wearing his shirt. He was my favorite yep. wrestler of all time. He actually died on my birthday in 2011. Wow. Yeah. I was, oh, sorry yeah. to hear that. I but... mean, just he was my favorite wrestler of all time. And I, I tell you another little nugget because my brain is just full of like useless information and stats. But Vince never wanted Randy Savage. He was too small. Vince did not like the small wrestlers. Vince wanted to build. If you look at the NWA from the 80s and you look at the WWF, you can see the difference in the size of the guys. The guys in WWF were huge. Vince wanted the big guys, obviously by the whole yeah. 92, 94 steroid issue that came up. But the Macho Man was so talented that Vince said, I got to find a place for this guy. He is so good. That This is some of the interviews I've heard other wrestlers say. And they said that Randy was the most prepared, the most in-depth about his matches. He wanted everything to be perfect. I mean, and again, like we talked about with the Ultimate Warrior, Randy lived his character. He was the macho man in the ring and out Outside, of the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard Hulk Hogan talk about that numerous times. Like, Randy was, what you saw on TV was the guy he was. 
So even though I don't have him on mine, I totally respect you for putting him up there. And he was remember great. the Mega Powers? Yes. Him and Hogan. Oh, the Mega Powers. That was amazing. And then I, I remember when it got bad because when he jumped up, Hogan touched Elizabeth's butt. Here's a question <laughs> I have a problem for you. I don't remember that. I mean, no, he did. He I think he's right. I think he's right. He was up on the thing and he tried to do and then Macho Man was like, Ooh, yeah, no. right. oh, no, awesome. yeah. Yeah, that was great. But, I mean, it was, uh, let me ask you, were they really married in real life? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. They were. Yep. All right, yep. cool. Okay. They were married in real life. And actually, the rumor is, and I've heard a lot of wrestlers say that it's true. I believe it was. She was hot. Was she still yeah. alive? She's still alive? I She's haven't dead. researched it. No, she She's died. Uh, she died in the early 2000s. I think like 2005. She uh, oh, died man. of a She's drug overdose. She actually hot. died in Lex Luger's townhouse. Lex wow. Luger. Yep. Um, they were watching a movie. Torture rack, dude. Yeah, the torture rack. I, 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 I saw this. I saw this YouTube video. I forgot about that. Holy cow! I haven't heard that in years. I, I, I saw oh, this. So she was from. Like she. She was from Kentucky and. Uh, and I saw this video. Uh, for some reason, it popped up on my YouTube. It probably because it was associated with wrestling. But uh, this guy went to this cemetery, and I don't remember who it was, like Paul Revere or some somebody famous, to like do a YouTube video of their grave. And while he was there, he accidentally stumbled on Miss Elizabeth's grave. Really? And three quarters of his show was about her. He's like, "Oh my God, I was a huge wrestling fan, and this is crazy. This is Miss Elizabeth right here, mm -hmm. you know." But yeah, she passed away. And uh, but. I remember being a kid, and I was a huge Macho Man fan, and I liked Hogan. They were the mega powers. I loved it. And there yep. was that Saturday night's main event when when Miss Elizabeth went in the back into the medical building, and then Macho Man hit Hogan with the belt. Remember that oh, scene? Yeah. And then, and I remember being a kid like, no, right. no, this can't be happening because right. I loved both of these guys. Yeah. Together, right. But at WrestleMania Five, I was rooting for Macho Man. Yep. I wanted him to beat Hogan. Yep. You know what I mean? He yeah. was my guy. So yep. as much as I liked Hogan and he was the All-American guy, I was like, no, man, Macho, Macho Man's man. the guy. <laughs> when it all crashes down. So you got Hogan and you got Savage. Yep. I got two more, but y'all y'all go with yours. We'll keep going around. All right, oh, so my, my I'll go with my third guy. My Wait, third guy. We got two each, right? right we each took right? two. Okay. So you got Hogan and the Warrior. I got Hogan and Warrior. Frank the Tank's Hogan got Macho. Hogan Macho. I got Hogan and Andre. My third guy, I believe, is just as important to the business as Hulk Hogan. And that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. To me, Stone Cold Steve Austin saved wrestling. It Hell saved yeah. Vince McMahon's business because WCW was taking over. The Attitude Era, I believe, was the best and the worst thing that could have ever happened to the WWE because it was so good, it was so over the top. Once it was over, yeah. it was all downhill from there. There's nothing right. you could do. You, you, the wrestlers you had in that area, era, Stone Cold, The Rock, Mankind. The, I mean, The Undertaker came through both eras, but he was really the Undertaker in the Attitude Era. Just you know, uh, the the New Age Outlaws, the Hardy Boys. Just it, it was like. Everything that you never thought you would see in wrestling, you know, women were taking their clothes off. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was the wild That's west. That's always cool. Yeah. Was, the, <laughs> was yeah. the Miz in that the, time frame? So the, the Miz, Miz was after that. I think he after. was. I like yeah, the Miz because he, he was, was like on, during he the was John Cena. So yeah. oh, the Miz yeah. is wrestling. This the is gauntlet. for real. He was on that show, The Gauntlet. Remember yeah, the, that? Yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying. And Road Rules. Road yeah. Rules. Yeah, Road yeah. Rules. And I and I remember it was funny because he used to be that character on MTV. He would call himself the Miz, and then he turned it into a wrestling. I know. You That's so awesome. The, on the first one, Theo Vaughn, he was on Road Rules or one of those like MTV house or whatever. 
Now, real I, world, road rules. Yeah, yeah real world. Those, he is one of the funniest comedians right now. Yeah. One of the greatest stuff right Theo Vaughn, man. That dude, gang, gang, brother. That dude is getting It's it funny. My on. buddy, my buddy Jim was telling me about that guy you're talking about. Dude, and I watched some of his stuff and he is funny. He I'm is funny. It it's pretty funny. I, I gotta I gotta be honest with you. It's uh yeah, there was a couple people that became successful that that, that followed those shows. Yeah. But but I just think that Stone Cold changed the moment that he was at that King of the Ring and he was talking to, I believe it was Kevin Sullivan, and he's yelling at Jake the Snake and he's like, Austin three sixteen says I just whipped your butt and all that. That was it. That was the ushering yep. in of a new era, and it changed the game for everybody. WCW had to yep. up their game, and it was the beginning of the Attitude Era. We'd never seen anything like it. The great Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in the Cell match where he threw him off the cell. Where he, I mean, just that era was great. But Stone Cold actually has sold more merchandise than any wrestler in the history wow. of the WWE oh, slash WWF. So I, I put him up there as a guy that has to be up there just because That's a good one. what he meant. He, he Just like Hogan, he ushered in one of the two greatest eras in the history of wrestling. Hogan ushered in the Superstar era. Stone Cold ushered in the Attitude yep. era. Yeah. And, and that character, just like nobody could ever play another Hulk Hogan, you could never have a character like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hell no. The, you know, filling up McMahon's Corvette with concrete, coming in in a beer <laughs> truck and spraying him. I mean... No one else is going to be able to do that. somebody throw you beers at the end yeah. of the match and chug them? Hell yeah! Y'all should have looked at drafting him with the 12th pick because i never <laughs> seen him drop a beer. That guy had hands. He had yeah, hands. He does. Yeah. I mean, better than Just snag him. Yeah, well, I don't know better about that. Des. So those are my first three. So who's, who is the freak's number three on the Mount number Rushmore? Number three going up on the Mount Rushmore of the uh, wrestling thing. Ah. Man, I've been fighting with this since you talked to me about it. I'm going Undertaker. Mm, good one. Undertaker's good one. Big, yeah. good I'm one. going Undertaker, man. He's just the dead man when he rises up. It's just he's hard to look at too. You're like he's <laughs> looking at me, dude. This guy's gonna kill like, me, dude. Yeah, you're like that is that dude is a yeah. specimen, man. He, he was. walks across half the rope and comes out. Yeah. Oh, Rocky is like what, dude? And rest in peace, Paul Bearer. But, I mean, they were awesome, man. He came back. And then all those WrestleManias that he won in a row and everything, I think he had a lot to do with a lot of the yeah. WrestleMania things because everybody said, is he going to lose this one? Is he going to lose this one? Then all of a sudden it's like, yep, we're losing this one. It's like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. But Undertaker. I, I, I love Undertaker. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to agree with you. The Undertaker was absolutely phenomenal. He um, was. I mean, I did, like I said, I didn't have him on my list, but I, but man, I tell you, I mean, you, I can't argue with you. you can't he's argue. that good, man. He's yeah, he's he, one of the he's one of the pillars of wrestling. I mean, he, he really is. You know, yeah. So. One of my favorites was when he was fighting Brock Lesnar and everything, and people have said it wasn't. I don't know if you know when he rose up, when Brock Lesnar rose up and then yeah. he rose up, he went completely out of character looking mm -hmm. at him doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. He wasn't supposed to do that, mm -hmm. but apparently he did it, and it was, like, awesome. Yeah. I, I love was it. Great. Like, How are you laughing at me? I'm laughing at you. I'm about to mess you up, dude. Yeah, I... You like I like sometimes when you see the, the human side come out. Yeah. You know what I mean? You see the the... Yeah. the, the when, like you said, when they get out of that character for a minute and you see like the real human come out. I watched a podcast he was on not that long ago and uh, 
he talked about his whole intro into the business and everything. It was very interesting. There was a lot of interesting stuff with him. Um, he had a hard time, man, getting in the business. Hmm. Nobody wanted him. And, you know, you think about that after the fact because he was yeah. so good. But nobody wanted him. How could that be? Yeah. Right, you right. Know? And from what I remember, if I remember correctly, there was a guy that ran a wrestling association, small wrestling association in Texas. And the only reason he got a chance, he used to sit in the front of their place where they would go to practice and have their house shows. Nobody would talk to him. He said he did it for like six months. And the guy who ran the place, his son got killed in a car accident. And he walked by and he stopped and he looked over at him. And he was like, I've seen you here before. What's your name? And he tells him his name, you know, Mark. And he goes, uh, you look like my son that just got, you know, recently got killed in a car accident. And he said, put that guy in the ring. You know, he kind of looks like my son. So it was literally a grieving dad. If, if what I heard wow. was correct is why he even got a start, why and he even got a chance. That's a cool story, yeah. man. That's but it, but it's, it's the power of persistence because for six months, man, he sat in the front of this place just waiting for somebody to talk to him. And, and most of them wouldn't because he was a big dude and these wrestlers were like, I don't want him in here. He might take my job. And he just kept right. sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting and his opportunity came yeah persistence man persistence i haven't had a phone since saturday and that's how i felt on hold for the past four <laughs> days so I want to borrow mine just let me look at it <laughs> so i got a three that, that i think i'm gonna get some flack on one actually uh guys 982 wins john cena Wow. Some people are going to say no. I can't see dun, you. I can't uh, see you. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I just think that I, a lot I, of people, I, if, if you go to places or a lot of kids, kids would kids would do that. You know what I mean? Some people say, oh, he's not one of the best of all time. For me, uh, I'm a I Dolphins just, fan. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. Um, but yeah, I think I just think John Cena's on there. I think he's got 16, 16 when I looked up, 16 time world champ. 16 time. That's what, So he's only what, six, one behind Flair? 16 right? time. Think yeah. about it. No, wait. 16. Are you go by tied? records. 16 times. Flair tied? No, Flair's, I think, 17. Uh, I have, no, Ric Flair has, well, Ric Flair, they say, if you go on Wikipedia, he's at 27. He claims what? that between the NWA and from his start to oh, finish. Oh, okay. okay. So okay. Ric Flair is way up there if you add everything up, all the yeah, places he's been. But to me, Cena was 16 time world champ. Wow. And you got little kids doing this. Yeah. And to the, still to this day, you might even see somebody do this. Yeah. It is all about the kids. It's all about You're commercializing. Right. Right. It's, it's right. not about somebody like me and you and our age watching it. It's about somebody that's yeah. 8 to 18. Yeah. Like, just like we got out of wrestling at a certain age. And you, you don't know, know. You don't, like you just said, I don't know the new guys. Well, you don't know the I new guys because you got you got other things to do now. What To me, John Cena's up there. You have so, changed my mind because you you are right. If I see somebody do this, you know what's a John first Cena. Thing Hold on, so you're John removing Cena. the Undertaker for John? No, Cena? I'm not removing. He's not removing, really, but he's he saying he has a he has a right to no, be up I on the Rush Rushmore. What he's yeah. saying about that, I don't agree with it because I think he needs to stop wearing those jorts. Dun, 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 dun. That's all I want to say. <laughs> dun, 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 you can't dun. see me. My yeah. time is now. Yeah. I, I like the guy. Yeah. I, I thought he was awesome. Yeah, he does. And dude, and he's—I don't know you. if you know this—but he's a neat freak, which I kind of am as well. Yeah. Like, I want like nothing on my kitchen countertops. He dated and, half of the Bella Twins. That's, that's what I'm saying. Damn cool. Well, her, and, well the, with the Bella Twins, they Hold on, he dated the half of the Bella Twins, right? Yeah, yeah. but they, maybe he does from what I hear is, Russian, yeah, he might be. They actually there. split up. One of the reasons they split up was because he was such a neat freak. Like he didn't want like anybody even cooking in the kitchen because it was going to really? make a mess on the countertop. He would rather have somebody bringing food because he did. That's how much. He was like, 
spotless. Do you, do you have that that table over there? I don't like it there. I Get have. it out of the house. Yeah. And I she will, probably was like losing her mind. I can't I even will, decorate my own house. Dude, I will mess her house up as bad <laughs> as she wants it to be messed up. I mean, you know. No, he wanted it neat. She yeah, wanted to bring in a neat. piece of furniture, and he was like, "No, that that can't go in here. It's too it's too cluttered." Wow. So Cena was a neat freak. I'm a neat freak, and then just yeah. I just. Well, apparently he's on this he, new show, Peacemaker, or whatever. Well, he's doing like, movies. He's kind of followed yeah. in the rock's footsteps. Yep. I'll and be he, honest with you about Cena. You know, to to your point too. You know, aside from the fact that he's won the world title sixteen times, and that's impressive. Um, man, he was a good wrestler too. Yeah, very good yeah, in the yeah. ring wrestler. I mean, very very talented yeah. guy. No no question. So about I'm just it, putting so. it all together with with everything. Well, and it's funny because you know, like the same way I'm talking about Stone Cold or Hulk Hogan, and the same way you're talking about the Undertaker, and you're talking about Macho Man. To to a certain generation, John Cena is their Macho that's Man. That's what I'm saying. Yes. He, he is their Macho exactly. Man. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yep, I mean, 100%. I mean, the beauty of YouTube is they can go back and actually watch the real Macho Man and go, oh, John right. Cena wasn't that guy, <laughs> you know, but, but no, Cena was great. And, yeah, and so. I definitely, again, like we said, even after we put our guys up there and we have different guys, there's still going to be guys, yeah, man, yeah. that deserve you can, to you be can up name there. Answers. You there can was name so many eight. good wrestlers. You can name eight. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we need you guys to get in here on the Facebook page and everything. Comment, comment yeah. on the YouTube list. Let's know you're just blast the freak. Yeah, That's all we absolutely, ask. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just, <laughs> just yeah. blast it out. That's <laughs> fine too. Just let us know who your Mount Rushmore of the uh, wrestlers are. And, and we'll talk about it. I mean, that's cool stuff. Yeah. I, uh, stuff. so I'm going to jump into my number four. Number four. Okay. And I did a lot of thinking about this because, like you said, there's so many guys. My number four is going out of the WWE, it's going over to the NWA, WCW guys, mm-hmm. or, you know, associations. But to me, you want to be the man. You got to beat. You got to beat the man. <laughs> there Woo! he is, and that's my man, Woo! Ric Flair. Somebody well, slap my chest. So here's my point for Ric Flair. Aside from the fact that he's won the world title many times, here's why I put Flair on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> because without Ric Flair, because one of the things that pushed the WWE in the '90s into the Attitude Era and into this, we're just going to lay it all out. We're going to go over the top on everything was how successful the WCW was. Because remember, they brought in Hogan, they brought in Scott Hall, they brought in Diesel, they brought in Macho Man, and they had a really good product. They were not running it well, but they had a good product. Mm -hmm. And it forced McMahon into saying, I've got to do something. Without Ric Flair carrying that association for so many years and keeping them relevant, I don't know that they're around in the 90s to challenge the WWE. And the other reason I say... There's a video, and I can't remember who it was, but it was a defensive back for the Indianapolis Colts. Have I ever told you all this story? I'm not sure. If you get a chance, you got to Google this. Go on YouTube. you got to watch it. It was after a game with the Colts. They're in their locker room, and the team's all around. And he's doing the the speech that Ric Flair did about I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down limousine riding, you know, <laughs> jet, jet flying. flying, and the and there's a there's a clip where they show the the Colts player say it, and then it clicks to Flair saying it, and he goes and the teams repeat it. He goes limousine riding, and the teams like limousine riding. And he's like, and then they're like, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. And they're stomping on the floor. And then he's like, let me get two claps and a Ric Flair. And they're like, woo! When you have your name synonymous with the action, if you go to anybody on the street and you go, let me get a Ric Flair, everybody goes, woo! Absolutely. That guy deserves to be on the Mount Rushmore. That guy was tremendous. I'm going to lead off and with this. 
before you go and I'll show you the Are you list. Jumping ahead of me? I'm jumping ahead of you because I want to just because I have the same guy. Oh, Rick Flair. Because okay. I have the oh, same guy okay. and well, you I'm may not one that's gonna blow you. Well that's why I say it because I wasn't sure if you had Flair and I know I did. I and did I, it and, and first. I did it. To first, me, exactly the thing changed. you said, and that's why I said twenty seven. There's he has twenty seven if you add it all up. Yeah. Um you can't like I said, everyone knows. Woo! Everyone knows. We used Absolutely. to go around my buddy. We'd play basketball in the Fantastic yard. No, ma- no, no matter what it was during the day, that's all he would do all day long. If he got you in any way, woo, makes a basket. Woo, yeah. pizza, bite us, pizza, woo. It's all day long. Woo. So I remember I mean, as a kid, it's like, man, I wish he would stop doing that. But like to your point, everybody yeah. knows Ain't Rick no Flair. Fun. And like I said, he held up these you know all these different things with every yeah. wrestling federation held all the way so and he yes. was a game changer frank because like back then all the wrestlers to do their interviews they would come out in their wrestling gear flair would come out in a three-piece suit with the diamond watch uh-huh. and rings and holding the belt and he's just like you know yep. it, it was just he just had a totally different vibe yep but it worked because you you know and you it either loved or you hated him. he owned yeah. it he owned it, man. It was that hair that helped him, too. It yeah. was like, oh, yeah. he always has that, that... And I'll tell you something else. Them boys said he could drink you under a table. Really? They said Ric Flair could down him like nobody's business. So, I mean, you know... That's why I cut you off. Yeah. I have to go. Wait, I have you to know go what back. I got to say about that? <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Ric Flair's got to be up there, man. He He's was up just, there, so that's my he was a oh, He yeah. was a talent that, I mean, again, you know, not many wrestlers get it to where if you say, hey... You say their name; they're synonymous yep. for something, you know. And right. you know, if if you do this, you know, people go, "Okay, Hulk Hogan, Hogan, right?" You do, woo! They know Ric Flair. Like you do this, Cena, John, Cena, John Cena, John Cena, right? Yeah. You know, exactly. But, yeah, but I just Dude, this was great. Yeah, he was great. He was. Oh, I still have one more. Though, okay, huh? so let so now let's jump to the freak because you're 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 ending off with your fourth one. You said it's going to blow our mind, so give it to us. I, I can't right? wait to hear. I don't think it's going to blow our mind. I don't think it's going to either. I Mick actually Foley. thought it was Flair. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Okay. Cactus okay. Jack. I can't okay. argue with that. Actually. Mankind. Dude this love. Has, dude love. Dude love. This dude has fallen through the Undertaker-Mankind match. What a great match. On the cage when he fell through that. You know that, you know that <laughs> wasn't scripted, right? I can't right? hear my, my mouth won't even work right now because this dude has shed so much blood for the thing. His body. Have you seen him walking around? Yeah. He's like, oh, he's messed up. He's crooked. He's, he's messed crooked up now. Did you? He looks like Tar Man walking around right now. Did you now, know man. that him falling through that cage was not scripted? That was not supposed to happen. Really? I think yes. I heard that, and I think you could see on Undertaker's face when he was kind of like the Undertaker Whoa. said. Oh, crap! I watched the interview with the yeah. Undertaker. He said when he fell through the cage, he's like. I thought he was seriously messed up. Not gonna get up. And I was looking at him like going, please move. He goes, I I I thought I broke his back. He goes, We were walking on the cage and you see it earlier, the cage collapses a little bit. That was not supposed to happen. Mick Foley told the Undertaker, choke slam me. And the Undertaker said, No. He said, Dude, this cage is not stable. I can't do that. And he's like, Do it. It's gonna be good for the match. Do it. And he's like, okay, reluctantly. And when he went through and hit the mat, you know, he fell 20 feet That's right crazy. on his back. Right yep. there, throwing the body. And at right the end there. of that match, you see him stand you up. you got to be. And this wasn't scripted there. either. When his tooth went through his lip, Ugh. when he gets up and he stands up and you see his tooth through his lip, again, that wasn't, but it just, it just said everything about that match. Yeah. 
And when he was thrown off of the top of the cage and he and he went through the table, I mean, that match to this day, in my opinion, is the greatest WWE match ever. Just because Nick Foley, yeah, <laughs> Mount Rushmore, baby. That guy That's gave awesome. his body to, to the business. And I've heard Vince McMahon talk about him before. I've heard Vince say, "Mick, nobody gave their body to this industry like Mick." He said, mm. "Mick yeah. was the most perfect. He was the guy, you know." And it's funny because you, you, none of us. What I think is funny too, none of us named any bad guys. And I think it's funny because oh, if you go back to the '80s era, think of all the great. I can name a bad bunch guys. that I like, man. I can name, name, a name bunch. me your top three oh. bad guys oh, wait, from the I, '80s. I, no, wait, I, hold I like. Up before <laughs> we go on, let's save this for the next one. Well, no, no, just, for me, just it's a quick, it's quick. Yeah, yeah, it's quick. For, for it's me, quick. I love the honky tonk man. Yes. When that guitar oh, got busted over somebody's tonk. head, yes, he's mine, it was dude. the best. And I like the million dollar man. Or the, you know what I mean? It's yep. just great. Was that he was kiss my foot right? Yeah, take the boot yep, off yep. three hundred bucks. And me and my friends would go three hundred bucks. Yep. I'll, I'll kiss. Do you know right what now. the best? You know what the best? Three hundred bucks back was? in the eighties was a lot of money. The best scene that the <laughs> right be- now is a lot of money to me. It's a new phone. I need a new damn phone, man. My favorite DiBiase clip. And I actually saw an interview with the kid as an adult talking about it. Do you remember when he brought the little kid in the ring? And he said, if you can dribble this basketball 10 times, I, I will, so. I'll give you 500 bucks. And he bucks. kicked it, and he kicked it on the ninth <laughs> dribble. And, oh, yeah. and, <laughs> and the little kid's standing there. And he's like, and he goes, guess what, son? You didn't do it. Here's a lesson in life. When you don't succeed, you don't get paid. Oh my get God. It's so awesome, dude. Can you imagine his parents and the fellow like, shit? And the whole place is booing him. Oh, like, yes. That is awesome. And it made. So, DiBiase told the story. I watched the interview, and that kid was on there, too. So, he did end up still paying the kid. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, thank but gosh. the best part about it was, is it's like. That's the stuff that made it so yes. great yes. because you're like, this guy is the biggest prick yes. in the yes. world. Yes. Anything. I mean, just, this dude. like who kicks the ball away? And the little kid's like, eight, nine. He's, boop. He just stands there right. and he's like, <laughs> and, he's, <laughs> and he did that laugh where he goes. <laughs> right. Yes, he did. It's so great, man. Yeah. Virgil was probably standing there going. <laughs> Virgil went like this. If, if, if I remember correctly, when he, when Million Dollar Man did it, Virgil looked at the kid and went. <laughs> it was just perfect, and it was like, but that was what that is what to me wrestling's missing today. Yeah, it, it is. was so the good. There were such good bad guys. I'll tell you a bad guy that I really liked but that you, you know don't what? hear much Wait about. A if you do that today, you're gonna hurt somebody's feelings. Well, they might jump on the stage and attack you. Yep, exactly. I mean, right. They might jump up and punch might you. Might get sued. Smack yeah. taste out your mouth or something. You don't, but right. it, it, one of the bad guys that I really like that you don't really hear much about, but I thought he was a perfect heel, was Ravaging Rick Root. Yeah. He would come out and talk all the trash. All you he had it, oh, sexy yeah. ladies. Jerry yeah. Curl in yeah. his hair had the, had the grease, all greased up. All you fat slobs <laughs> out here in Iowa. What I thought was funny was he was also <laughs> great. His, from the waist up, he looked like this perfectly cut like yeah, Greek god. Oh, yeah. He had these he little teeny leg legs, day, big time. He big missed time. leg day so hard. But, but I'll be honest with you, fellas. I I thought this was a good show. So let's let's do a recap. I got Hulk Hogan, yep. Andre the Giant, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Ric Flair. Okay. You got. I've got Hulk Hogan, Undertaker, uh, Ultimate Warrior, Ultimate Warrior, Warrior 
and Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Yeah. We'll help you out. There. I got I got <laughs> Hogan. You. Help me. Hogan, Ric Flair. I'm just excited about this sponsor, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. John Cena and, and Macho Man. Gotcha. Yep. So we had definitely. a couple that were the same. Yeah, definitely some good ones. And again, there's so many we could have put on there. I mean, again, and I know there's going to be people in the comments and God bless them. They're going to say, how could you not have so-and-so? And and even still, I mean, going back even a little before Hulk Hogan's era, I mean, superstar Billy Graham, guys like that. Yep. The guy who yep. literally Hulk Hogan stole his entire character, exactly. by the way. Right. If you go back and watch superstar Billy Graham, that's literally where Hulk Hogan got his character. Wow. He had the handlebar mustache. Right. He did this. Brother, he did all of that. The hair that just Hulk wasn't Hogan the right guy, you think? Girl. Well, superstar Billy Graham literally said Hulk Hogan stole my entire character, right. but he did a better job at it, so That's I'm okay it, right. with it. Yep. But literally, yeah. like, you know, Gorilla Monsoon, yeah, all them old dudes. Iron Sheet. I'm telling Iron you, Sheet. get on the Iron Facebook, Sheet. hook us up. Les, we really want to know you. This was a fun segment. Yeah. We want to know what your Mount Rushmore my, is. And my favorite two announcers were Jesse Ventura and Gorilla Monsoon. Ventura, yeah. Remember how like Jesse would always or would say something and Gorilla Monsoon would be like, oh, come on, Jesse, <laughs> you don't mean that. He's what? just like, it was so great. I used to watch Monday Night Roll when I was young. It was uh, the Bobby the Brain Heenan and yeah. uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Bobby the Brain, I remember him. Mm -hmm. It was like Gorilla Monsoon always putting him in this place. I was like, oh, yeah. this is crazy. Cool. Yeah, I love it. And then you see it, they're like, okay, the final match of the night, Hulk Hogan. It's like, <laughs> and you could talk about tag teams. There's a bunch of tag, there were some tag teams you could get into. Tag teams. There's a bunch yeah. of tag teams you could get into. We didn't, you know what I mean? Oh, that were just awesome. So much. Okay, we're going to save this for some other episodes. You guys just get in there. We and could do a short tag team thing. Yeah. yeah, there's some good tag teams. You so guys, are we ready to jump into the two minute warning? I'm segment ready to, to kick this thing segment. off. I think this was I've been a good excited, show. man. When I met these dudes, it's yeah. Let's do this, man. All right, let's so I'm going to start off last if I could. All right, I'm sure. going to start off with my two minute warning segment so whenever you guys are ready let me know i'll click yeah. the timer and i'll be i'm ready i'm ready all right two minute warning segment begins now all right here's my two minute segment guys very simple tyson fury and dylan white a couple of weeks ago fought tyson fury knocks him out in the sixth round i love tyson fury i, I anybody who knows me knows football is my favorite sport boxing is my second i love boxing i've, I've been watching it my whole life uh, me and my dad bonded all through my childhood with boxing, loved watching guys like Sugar Ray Leonard, loved guys, watching guys like Tyson. I was so blessed to grow up in the era I grew up in because I got to see some of the best boxing in the history of the sport of boxing. And lately, the sport that I love has been in a lot of trouble, um, whether it's been promoters not giving us the fights we want, whatever it's been, boxing has really taken a backseat and it's not nearly the primetime sport that it once was. Tyson Fury put 96,000 people in Wembley Arena in London when he fought Dylan White. 96,000. To put that into yeah. context, the biggest fight of the past two decades, maybe ever, was Mayweather-Pacquiao in 2015. That fight put 16,219 people in the stands at MGM. Tyson Fury put 94,000 people in the seats at Wembley Arena. He is... He's got the character, he's got the personality, he's got the knockout power, he's got the name, because I don't know if y'all know this, he was named after Mike Tyson, because they didn't think he was going to survive as a baby, because he was a preemie, and his dad said, this kid's going to be tough, I'm going to name him Tyson. And what he is doing for the sport right now, Canelo just lost a few days ago, what he is doing for the sport in keeping boxing alive and keeping it relevant, I thank him as a boxing fan for, because honestly... He is so much fun to watch. His matches with Deontay Wilder 
absolutely fantastic. I mean, the guy's a class act. Uh, he doesn't have a bad thing to say about anybody. He's funny. He sings Bye Bye Miss American Pie He's on the stage. Dude. I, yeah. I love him. And so shout out to Tyson Fury. Thank you for what you're doing for the sport of boxing, my friend. I, I, I love you. God bless. I mean, just that's my two minutes. So You timed, oh, you timed it perfectly. Yeah, I did. Whoa. I did. I did. You hit the, that's what they say right. in radio. You hit the post. You ready for dude. yours, I'm Frank? Ready. I'm you ready. hit the post. Here we buddy. go. Frank the Tank. Two minute warning starts now. Man, my two-minute warning is, uh, you guys know Phil Mickelson. Oh, I'm already over? Yeah. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. Phil, Mick Phil Mickelson, uh, it's, 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 uh, there's a book coming out about him gambling. Um, and it's it, back from 2010 and 2014, he supposed, supposedly lost $40 million gambling. Doesn't say what. I don't, it doesn't say what. The book is, I think the, the book's <laughs> wow. being published May 17th. Someone's writing it. Um, but I'm just tired of the, the whole gambling thing. Calvin Ridley suspended for a year. Pete Rose is gone forever. And you know what I mean? I wish people would just leave people alone. If you want to gamble and I want to bet that Freak's going to drive home in 10 minutes or five minutes, why do you care? Right. Why does anybody care if it's not about an outcome of a game? You can say, well, Pete Rose was about the out outcome of a game. Well, this thing with Phil Mickelson, supposedly 2010 to 14, we've now, now just hearing about it. Just now. So I'm just like, this is just nonsense with this sports gambling thing and people gambling on sports. I don't want to hear about it. And you and me do it. And we're allowed to do it. I don't care if Calvin Ridley does it. He shouldn't be suspended for a year. No. So I'm just, I'm tired of hearing about it. It's, it's always just, it's okay for one guy to gamble on sports and it's not okay for the next guy. You know what I mean? And it's just, it drives me crazy. My other one is, uh, you ever seen trash truck people? Yeah. I'm going down a road. This is another thing that drives Hashtag me crazy. Trash the one guy's truck driving. People. The next guy gets a can, puts it in the back, and then he hops on the truck. <laughs> They're going 45 down the road. He's just holding on. And I'm like, why is it okay for that guy to do that? But I get a ticket for not wearing it in my seat going 45. It's a good question. <laughs> and, you know, so the double standard about stuff in the That's world, beautiful. gambling and stuff like that. You know, if you're on a roof, you got to be harnessed. This guy, it wasn't in a the neighborhood. They were going down the street, and this guy's holding on. And he's leaning back. I'm like, if another truck comes, he's gone. So, man, I am so tired of the double standard about gambling, about people wearing their seatbelt. Oh, there it is. The timer's up. <laughs> All right, the timer goes again. Uh, Jay? Okay, I'm, I'm going to need a little time to lead up to this if you get... You got two minutes. I'm sorry. If you guys don't mind. <laughs> it's a two-minute warning. <laughs> well, no. I, I, Have I, a drink, I, man. I, Have I a need, drink. I need to do the play before we... Man, I met these dudes this weekend. No, I need to be cool to these okay, guys, go ahead. man. They were All they right. were kind of. Right. Uh, these guys were like, "Hey, I got recognized. It was kind of cool." Okay, cool. You know, I was up at the bar in Baltimore, and I was having a drink, and the guys were like, "Free?" I was like, "Yeah." Pocket aces. I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "All right, cool, man. Come on over here." I was like, "Nah, I'm good." And they're like, we'll buy you a drink. I was like, all right, I'll be right <laughs> over there. So I started walking over there. And the next thing I know, these guys have got this, you know, they're like, we've, we've been working. We work at, uh, you know, be more, be more healthy and wellness. Be more healthy and wellness. Okay. Be more healthy and wellness. Never heard of it. You got a minute left. All right, got, start two minutes. Oh, just no, click. Oh, oh, okay. 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 All right. All right. All right. They, all right. Gave, they gave me a live reading for you. It was okay. like, uh. Have you or a loved one dealt with someone dealing with delusional thoughts during football season? Someone with ir irrational thoughts 
and someone that's still waiting, watching V. I'm sorry, and watching VHS. I'm losing it here. And someone that's still watching VHS tapes to see championship games. You want me to read it for you? Maybe they talk all week before a game, only to disappear after they lose at the end of the game. Oh, I know where this is going. Well, these guys have, uh, they've discovered uh, them boys off. Them boys off. <laughs> them boys what off. What is that? It, it's a new drug that you could take. I mean, if you're, I mean. It erases all your memory? It erases <laughs> memories and everything. It's mainly for Dallas fans. Oh, here we go. They say the best way to take it is orally, or for most Dallas fans, it's, uh, you know. Rectally. It, rectally. <laughs> Rectally with a friend. <laughs> they need another Dallas friend to uh, take care of that. Oh, here we go. And, uh, well, I mean, these guys were really cool. I mean, side effects include being cool, more social interaction. <laughs> you know, you can grow your hair back. <laughs> better fantasy football season. Oh, man. Oh. And people will just like you more. And it's kind of weird when people walk around going, the boys, the boys, the boys, the boys. <laughs> I, I mean, people think about they need to stick a uh, pencil under your tongue or something. Oh, that. We're not sure Them what's going off. on, but I'm telling you, these guys How much awesome. is it? They bought me a drink. Wait a minute. How much is the Dem Boys prescription? They didn't it's say? Not the, it's, it's, it's not that much. No. <laughs> But wait, I need more time. The boys, the boys, boys left. Okay, I'm going over the two-minute one. No, no, it's two-minute one. I'm going over it. Well, because, hey, this is a sponsor, fellas. <laughs> we don't want their business. <laughs> well, no, they're good. It no, costs too much. Don't. Frankie might. Uh, we, need, we need this here. These guys, I mean, wait a minute. They, I went over there for that drink. I didn't even buy the drink. Uh, I didn't even buy the damn drink. Wait a minute. I bought the drink. Okay, they ripped me off. I'm lost. <laughs> you know what? Them boys are only going to win six off. games. Well, it's funny. Anyway. You know, them boys are going to win six let me, games this year. Let me just elaborate year. on one thing. Six games. It's, them funny, boys. it's funny you talk about being recognized. Oh, wait, I got the number here. Uh, nobody wants it. We don't No, <laughs> no, it, it's 1555. No catch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that doesn't uh, apply to Dallas because well, Dez caught it. Hey, guys, I appreciate you guys talking to me at the bar the other night and everything. And I hope these them boys off work out for people. So but. here's look, 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 let me let me tell you something that wow. happened to me. I'm just going to elaborate on this real quick because because th I think this is relevant to the segment. I ran into a couple of people. I was at a get together when I was at the Bonanza and I ran into some people and they play this game up there. It's called More, Less or Sane. Okay. Have you guys ever played this game? More or less or same? Okay. So it says, they'll ask you a question and it's, do you have more? Do you have less? Or do you have the same? So they asked me, they said, Lions Super Bowls are you, or, or they said, or they said, Big D gold medals. And I said, same. We both have zero. They said, so you have just as many gold medals as the Lions do Super Bowls. I said, absolutely. So then they said, then they said, more, they said, more, they said, more, they said, more or less, they said, more or less or same. Big D, times you've won the lottery or amount of times the Lions have had a full season with not one win. And I said, well, the Lions have more because, <laughs> because I've never won the lottery and the Lions have had a completely losing 0-16 season. And so, I, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. It's a fun game if you guys ever want to play it with your friends who are Lions fans. It's more, less, or same. And you can just apply any question you want. But, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to have a bold prediction. 
it, on wait, the NFL wait. segment next yeah. week. I got a bold prediction you won't like. Uh, uh, one one second. And what you just heard there from Big D, um, this is the reason we need them boys off more than ever. <laughs> because he. I don't think it's FDA approved. <laughs> oh, it's JAY approved. It's a clinical trial phase it's one. Freak approved. So you, We've brought got up, this. you brought up next week's podcast yeah, before week. we end this. I yep. want to let the fans know what we're going to be talking about. So, guys, we hope you like this segment on the Mount Rushmore Wrestling. Freak. Uh, Frank, again, great episode, guys. Thank you. Um, I think I think this is going great. I think we put out some good information. The NFL schedule comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow it. is the day, guys. The NFL schedule is coming out. We're going to know who our teams are playing. I'm thinking next week's episode, we break down the schedules. We go, we we give a rundown of our team. We look over the schedule for each of our teams. We give predictions on what games we'll think they'll win or lose. We put it on the board. We keep it there all season yeah. to see who was right. Sounds I think good. we also go over the Commanders and the Ravens, since they're the two local teams, yep. go over their schedules, and then we break down who we think is going to win each division, and we'll, we'll kind of place like first, second, third, fourth in each division. Yep. So next week's episode is going to be completely dedicated to the NFL, the schedule, our predictions coming into the season, all that good stuff. But uh, again, guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. Our stuff is on Spotify now. We mentioned Woo! it earlier, but yep. it's not just on YouTube. You can go to Spotify, hit Pocket Aces Podcast. Uh, make sure you follow us. Make sure you like the video. Um, from your boy, Big D. Frank the Tank. And the Freak. We are, are out. out.